Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about impatience. And this is rampant through the human condition. It is a very natural part of the human condition. So it's not something that we need to beat ourselves up for. But it is something we need to have an awareness of. It's really important for us to not shy away from and make excuses for the fact that we are impatient as a society, as a culture. And it doesn't really matter what society or culture you're in. For the most part, there is a culture of impatience that runs through our globe. So there are some communities and some cultures who have been able to do this better than others, who have been able to manage this better than others. But overall, we're human beings. And when you compare the human to the spiritual, not that we're in a space of wanting to compare on a regular basis, but when we're comparing to the spiritual, it's actually helpful because it gives us perspective and we're really getting feedback from the spiritual world as to how do we live in a higher vibration way? How do we live in a way that is more seamless, that's more peaceful, that's more collaborative, right? It's just more sustainable and more supportive. So it's really important for us to bring this topic forward today and talk about, you know, how does impatience present within us and and what do we do about it, right? So impatience very often presents as this desire and need to get something done, to be productive, right? That we either need to make a certain amount of money, we need to heal a certain part of our bodies or our minds, we need to fix our relationships, Um, we need to find a job, we need to get the house, okay? We need to get to a certain goal. And there's this underlying thread of productivity that goes along with this, right? Like we need to get to a certain level or else what? Or else we're not worthy or else we're not good enough, we're not trying hard enough, we're not implementing what we need to implement. And so it leaves us with this cycle of impatience and shame where we're not able to get to where we desire to go or where we think we need to go. And that's part of the problem is that we think we need to be there. We think we need to be there in order to, quote unquote, be at our next level, to grow, to consider ourselves worthy and productive, okay? So what's really important to understand is that with impatience, when we get to that point where we say, all right, well, I'm not there yet. I just, I, I got to get there. I got to get there. We're working with our minds to be able to find a way to get there, which never gets us where we desire to go. 
because our egos are caught up in all of the societal conditioning and definitions of success that are not ours to begin with, right? They're not necessarily aligned with our values. They're just natural and they're habitual and they show up for us and they, they nag us until we compulsively do what we need to do in order to calm that impatience. This is a com- obsessive compulsive cycle. And anybody who knows about obsessive compulsive disorder or obsessive compulsive patterns knows that when you continue that cycle, it simply feeds it. When we engage in compulsive behaviors, thoughts, feelings, responses, etc., we're simply validating the obsessions. We're validating and accommodating that impatience that's coming forward, that nagging part of us that's saying, go, 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 do, do, do. Right? And then when we're not where we ideally think we are meant to be based on our ego, not based on our heart and our soul, we then feel like a failure. We then feel ashamed. Okay? I saw this all the time as a traditional therapist. There was so much pressure. There was pressure for the client. There was pressure for me. There's pressure from the system. There's pressure on the system. Even though it was... The system created its own pressure. There's still pressure within it. Okay. It was this idea that people would come in and say, oh my gosh, like I have this symptom and I need it to be fixed. I need you to help me with this right now. And by the time I come to you, and this applies to the medical community too, by the time I come to you, I've gotten so far with my symptoms that I'm frustrated. I've tried X, Y, and Z. I can't get there. And I just, I, I, you're my last hope. I need something from you. You're going to give me a medication. You're going to give me a technique or an opportunity to be able to fix this now. And there's this urgency about it because you've waited too long, right? Or you've waited until that symptoms come up. And so the the number one thing to help with impatience is prevention, right? That's the number one thing is prevention in this particular scenario, Okay, not across the board, but in this particular scenario, we're talking about health, we're talking about mental health, it's about prevention. So it's like, okay, well, you're really impatient, you're waiting for the medication, or you're waiting for the um, the doctor to give you this glorious answer that's going to save your life, which means you're, by the way, codependent on your doctor's response, instead of just saying, oh, that's an interesting perspective, I'll add that to my toolbox and weigh it with everything else, tune into my body, tune into my intuition and identify what's best for me in this moment and what's best based on where I'm going, who I'm becoming, right? So the impatience there is really about the fact that up until this point, there are a lot of messages you've been missing. There's emotional messages, there's thoughts have been coming forward, there's experiences that have unfolded in your life that have tried to get your attention. And a lot of this remains in our subconscious mind and 95% of what goes through our mind on a daily basis is subconscious. So we need to be very intentional about tuning into it. One of the best ways to tune into it is through our bodies, to allow your body to lead Let your body tell you what it needs in the moment. Let your body tell you whether it's getting overwhelmed. Let your body tell you whether it's too stimulated and desires to step back a little bit. What are your emotions telling you? How are they communicating? What is the purpose for them coming forward at the moment in time that they come forward and they're consistent and persistent? You don't need to analyze everything that comes into your field, but you certainly want to pay attention to what's coming up repetitively. 
So the problem is, is that even while these people are waiting for the therapist or the medical doctor to be able to give them what it is they think they need to be able to feel better, they're sitting there waiting. They're sitting there waiting on those magic words that are going to come out of this person's mouth to save them from whatever they're in. Instead of using that time to cultivate a relationship with their body, to cultivate a relationship with their mind, their emotions, their energy field, right? And these are the kinds of things that I teach. These are the kinds of things that really allow you to get to a greater level of intimacy within every single layer of your body, no matter what we're talking about with impatience. You're able to prevent even getting to that point of impatience because you're so tuned in with your energy and you're allowing it to guide your flow and to guide your day-to-day that you never get to this hurried point. You get to a place of trust, right? And that's truly the antidote to impatience across the board, no matter what we're talking about. The antidote to impatience is trust. Trusting that, yeah, I know I'm going to be fine. And this is where having a therapist or having a medical doctor or having a coach or a mentor or a loved one who is able to hold that space for you and be able to see confidently where you're going and that you're going to be fine and they have full faith in you is brilliant, right? It's brilliant, but it's temporary because for that moment when you might be in a desperate space or you might be in a space where you feel like crap and you can't see through the thick clouds, somebody else is reminding you. And that's really all it takes is a reminder, a consistent reminder of who you are, what you're becoming, where you're going, and that you have the capacity and potential to go further and further. Okay. The other pressure that comes forward when we're talking about the therapy and medical world is the pressure from insurance companies and the pressure from the um, licensing boards and the pressure from the um, mental health organizations that are monitoring and auditing what's going on. And this includes the medical boards, correct? So there's pressure about how many sessions do you need? I need you to validate what your goals are, and I want you to confirm exactly how you're going to achieve that so that we can decide whether or not we're going to pay you to decide whether or not it's good enough for this client to receive your services, right? And so that pressure then also gets transferred over to the client because the therapist or the medical doctor cannot entirely be coming from a place of ease. There's no way that they can be coming entirely from a place of ease because they have this red tape and this protocol and this checklist in their back pocket and sometimes in their the front of their awareness to evaluate and to check off all the boxes to be able to accommodate the system, to be able to do what is supposed to be done for whatever this client is presenting. So we're not really looking at this client as a holistic person. Now, don't get me wrong. There's exceptions to this. There are many doctors out there and many therapists out there who are able to take that holistic perspective and be able to fold it in beautifully. God bless them. And I celebrate them right now in this moment. But it's not the norm. It's not the norm because there's this urgency culture even for clients when they come in. I can't tell you the number of times clients would say, oh my gosh, how many sessions do I have? How much time do we have? That doesn't feel like enough, right? There's this this border, this wall that's being put up around it saying, you need to get done by this time because this is what the medical system says is required for you to recover. Meanwhile, nobody's exploring or nobody knows yet where this came from. 
And that's why, of course, we have these um, what they call outpatient treatment reports where we fill them out and we send them in and say, okay, this is how the patient is doing and this is how we're planning on going forward to continue this treatment and these are their new goals and all of that, right? But you're being monitored and there's an appreciation there because we know that there's people out there who are not doing this reliably and ethically. And so I do appreciate that to a degree for sure. But I also know that there's only, this is only one layer to our healing. Okay. It's only one layer and we want to be able to open up the door and open up the space to hold clients in a way that really gives them free reign in terms of where their energy needs to flow. What is meant to come forward in that moment? I can plan a session until I'm blue in the face, but nobody ever knows what's going to come up in somebody's field in a session. Nobody ever knows what's going to be activated when we start to talk about their anxiety or their trauma or whatever. And it's being able to hold space for that and saying, I'm willing to flow with it, right? I'm willing to flow with it. And you have all the time in the world to be able to work through this in whatever way you desire. Now, this is where boundaries come in, right? Because we want to have boundaries with our clients that we're not sitting there for three hours. So yes, we continue to have structured sessions, but there isn't necessarily an endpoint. It's a let's follow your energy, right? Let's follow your energy. And I'm going to continue as I follow your energy, holding space for you with the faith that I have and know that you're going to get better and that you're going to get better sooner rather than later, okay? Because this is the thing, the true thing that helps us with long-term healing when it comes to anything that's coming forward in our lives is not rushing the process. It's teaching clients, teaching loved ones how to open up time and space and patience for themselves to allow their transformation to unfold at a pace that's safest for their nervous system. And that's what it's meant for them based on where they are in their path, because everybody's nervous system is different and everybody is wired differently. And we don't exactly know what that is unless we really dive in and get education on how our specific nervous system reacts and operates. Our nervous system is encoded based on not only what's happened in this life, but our ancestors' lives in particular, as well as past lives. And we can't see that with the naked eye. The medical system can't see that with a naked eye. This is the concept of being able to really open up our awareness and be able to hold everything and anything that comes forward, no matter how quote unquote weird or off the beaten path it might be or seem. Now, it is okay to take medication, of course, if you're not feeling functional or if you really need it to be able to function, but that's temporary. And even if it isn't, It doesn't make you immune to giving yourself space and fully trusting and having confidence that your path's going to unfold, that you'll continue to heal and grow and become a better version of yourself. They're not mutually exclusive. It's not like, okay, well, I'm taking medication for this heart condition or whatever. So that's taking care of it. Boom, done, wiping my hands of it. Thank goodness I'm taking care of it. I don't have to think about that anymore. That's kicking the can down the road. If you need to take the medication to function, go for it. Absolutely, I support that. But also open up space and time and patience for yourself and dig deeper into trust. Opening up trust of the universe that it is guiding you in the direction that you need to be going. I'll share an example. I was in the hospital a few weeks ago. They thought that I had aseptic meningitis from my infusion. 
I do plasma infusions every Sunday for my immunodeficiency, common variable immunodeficiency. And they thought that I had developed aseptic meningitis based on my symptoms on Monday morning. So I get rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. I get there. They, of course, do a lovely spinal tap, which they botched. And then I had to do another one. And to be perfectly honest, I was fairly happy through the whole thing, except for the botched spinal tap. I wasn't super happy with that. But my soul was very happy. My spirit was very fulfilled. My body was just very uncomfortable, right? But I'm able to see the difference now and I'm able to say, yeah, whatever, this is just a blip. I'm able to put it in perspective, right? And fully trust that there's a 100% a reason that, reason that this occurred. And I don't have to know the reason consciously. We don't always have to know and that's part of the impatience culture. Well, I have, to, I have to have my lab results. I need to know the answers. Now, lab results are helpful so that we can take supplements that we need to take or anything like that to really uh, advise us as to, all right, this is kind of where your phys- physiology is right now and how you can work with that and fuel it and nourish yourself in the best way possible. But it's not the end-all be-all. We can still live functional lives and good lives and take care of our bodies better and educate ourselves about our unique physiology and heal ourselves in that way without knowing all of the diagnostic markers and what they're calling what's going on with me. Instead, it's like, yeah, clearly the universe is preparing me for something bigger. That's exactly what I feel every single time something comes up in my physical body. Clearly, they are preparing me for something bigger. And man, I'm here for it. And by the way, thank you, universe, for acknowledging and recognizing that I'm ready for my next level before I even realized it. Right? So what we need to be doing for people when we live in this culture of impatience is to guide them into this deep level of self-trust. Guide them into a confidence in their ultimate unfolding and the fact that their path will unfold. Yes. Will you achieve what you would desire in this lifetime? Yes, you will. Especially if you're open, if you keep your awareness open, if you're open to receiving from the universe, whatever messages are coming forward and to actually integrate and implement those and set that intention to fulfill the purpose you are meant to fulfill within this lifetime. And we are meant as coaches doctors, healers, therapists, to support people as they step into their own power, right? All we're doing is holding space for them as they step into their own power and holding faith for them until they have it in themselves. And depending on how open they are, depends on how quickly that will occur. But guess what? Everybody's timeline is different. Everybody's timeline for grief is different and forgiveness is different. I talked about that in my last episode, the four stages of forgiveness. Okay, so don't kick yourself for feeling like you're impatient. Realize that this is part of the culture we've grown up in. This is part of the the messages and limiting beliefs that we've been taught or carried forward from our ancestors when they didn't know any better. So we're not blaming them. We're not blaming anyone. We're not blaming ourselves. We're simply saying, wow, I have an awareness of this now. Thank you for bringing this forward. And now I have the ability to choose differently right? And I have the ability to approach my healing, stepping stepping into my doctor's office, stepping into my therapist's office in my own power, coming to that session or that appointment with a mindset of empowerment. How will this person assist me with stepping further into my power rather than, oh my gosh, I'm desperate for this person to save me from what I'm in. Do you feel the difference between the two? 
So I'd love to hear your your perspective on this. I know this can be kind of a touchy issue for a lot of people. But ultimately, the the message here is about sinking deeper deeper into trust, into self-trust and trust of the universe. And ultimately, if you trust the universe, you're also going to trust yourself. And this can involve touching base with your higher self, getting to know that person, that being, cultivating a relationship, having a mutual exchange. And this is the kind of thing that I really assist you with and fine tune in my Akashic Immersion program called RISE. So feel free to shoot me an email or reach out to me via Messenger or Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness to let me know if you want more information on that. Thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you next week for another episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.